Welcome back to the Clocked Out, Clocked Out. Clocked Out Podcast. Welcome back to the Clocked Out Podcast with Paulo Montero. It's like yeah. a rabbit hole. I could talk to anybody about this all day. I mean, we have so much to talk about. We're the first ones to judge us and the last ones to love us. That was a product of this whiskey. Cheers. 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 Welcome back to the Clocked Out Podcast, and I'm here with my good friend, Julie. Welcome back. Thank you. I would cheers you, but you, you're That's running dry right. over there. <laughs> you know what? I actually br- I brought my um, water, and it's in the car. Damn. I don't need want, it. You want one? No, I'm okay. fine. I don't need it. Because I know like, sometimes like talking a lot, like my mouth gets like dry yeah. and shit, so I'm, I don't know. But this is whiskey for a reason today. It's St. Patty's Day. When this comes out, it won't be St. Patty's I Day. Know. But like... <laughs> I think it's a little bit ridiculous now that we got to the point where, like, the whole month of March is St. Patty's Day. Like, did you yeah. see people going to parades in, like, the first weekend of yes. March? Yep. I was like, dude. But that's, like, that's, like, the town. Because, like, I know, like, we were going to go to one, or um, my son was going to go to one, and they were like, oh, it's going to rain, and then they did it anyway. But, you know, that was, like, a town thing. So. Right. But it's all, you know, it's all about, like, like, when I used to work at the mall, it was the same way, like... Christmas stuff was out like before Halloween stuff was out and then it was like every year it was like all earlier and it was just crazy. I think it's also like um like you mentioned the town but I think it's a way for the town to make money. So it's like cuz you have for example, right? We have uh New London, Norwich, Groton. Yeah. Right? Um Uncasville, all, like all these towns around here and obviously Groton or Mystic would not do their parade on the same day as New London, yeah. Because then their bene- their businesses don't reap the benefits of it. So it's all a money thing. Yeah. But it does. It, it's like crazy how one holiday brings in so much money. Everybody loves to celebrate it. No one knows what the fuck it's about. <laughs> they just know that you that. have to wear green. I said that. I was like, I was talking about that with Nick, and I was like, well, I don't know if I even know what it is. Like, what I don't. I don't. Is it? Or I'm like, confident like in saying that. It's like, a I don't saint. Know. It's definitely you know? a saint, but I don't oh. know why. Yeah, I don't know why. That's the thing. I don't know why either. Right. Right. <laughs> we don't know <laughs> the why. We don't know the why. That's fine. I don't I never like celebrate anyway. So really? Fine. No. I don't oh. care. I just don't care. Oh, okay. You know? Fair like enough. I, it's hey. it's not something I've ever been excited about. Hmm. So What's your favorite holiday? Well if you had to pick. I, really, you go hard I know that I know for. it's not a holiday, but my birthday, like anybody's birthday. Like birthdays <laughs> are like okay. I just had my so birthday like and birthday I literally day. died and like the next day I was like, Oh my god. Um, Damn. but it was, but yeah, so I Bad love hangovers. Birthdays. Well, it's, a, this is the problem when you have a young child, Oof. the issue is like, you also Oof. don't get the sleep. Oh no. So it's like halfway, like you don't feel good halfway. You're just tired. You know what I noticed though? I noticed that like when I drink, if I didn't get sleep the night before, I get way more drunk. But realistically, I think it's just sleep deprived. You're just tired. Yeah. Right. And, you're, and you're just like putting your body through the I olympics know. and you don't give a fuck you're just like this is a great time yeah it was that's the thing yeah it wait was. till tomorrow i know but it was <laughs> worth it i like never do that ever yeah so it was it was worth it for me yeah. But, yeah so i love birthdays that that is true i've never seen you like partying or out or anything like like uh i never like some friends that i met at school you know we you'll see beers, this and yeah. that and and like cool never never from you it was more of like pretty much the reason why you come on the show to talk you know fitness and, yep. and what you're good at but never like yeah partying and going crazy well you know what well as i was saying to you before <laughs> i'm with home with my son a lot right so it's kind of like 
Like, I know other people that have kids and, you know, they drink way more. Or, like, during COVID, I've never drank less. And mm. so many people drank way more than they ever have. But in my opinion, it's like, well, what am I really doing? I'm at home with a three-year-old. Like, you can't be drunk what? with a three-year-old. And also, yeah. how it's not that fun. I don't know. I don't think it's that fun. Maybe other people do. I don't know. So that mm. really, like, I really the drank only time the least. I, the only time I think it's really fun for me is when I don't have to do as much. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, if I have to, I don't know, let's just say uh, find a ride to a place, then walk down a mile to go to this <laughs> freaking, like, festival and then climb these fucking stairs and do this. Uh, no. no. Why am I drunk? Yeah. Why, I, I want to be home. Like, this is horrible. This is putting my body through torture. But, like, if I'm at home and let's just say I got 10 friends over we're all kicking it there's a there's like a a sports game on good food yeah that is my favorite like house parties i love that shit i hate going out now i do it every once in a while but it's just not it's not for me anymore before we continue i just want to give a special shout out to the sponsors of the show m&s mechanical by my friend anthony merritt I don't know if you guys are cold or not, but this winter has been very chilly for me. And if you need some heat, I know a guy. His name is Anthony Merritt. Uh, He is a great heat and AC worker. I've been to school with him. We went to a tech school. He is probably one of the best workers I know. He does everything from ductwork install and fabrication, AC and heat installs, heat pump installs, commercial install, replacement, and annual services. And not only that, if you mention the Clocked Out podcast, you will receive a 10% off of your services. So if you need him, reach out to him at 203-841-8385 or on Instagram at msmechanical1. Yeah, I, but I feel like the thing, though, that sometimes changes is like your age. Well, so yeah. like, <laughs> like, so before, like we would go out a lot, but then, but also people were like way more willing to mm. do stuff at their house. I feel like as you get older, people have kids, your job becomes more stressful or you're maybe taking higher positions in your job. You also don't want people coming over and then you're like, I have to clean everything before Oof. they come. And then after, if they make them, you know what I mean? It's almost right. like, it's almost like an added pressure that you Listen, don't want because you're looking to like not do anything. No disrespect to my so. friends. But they are not that important for me to be house cleaning oh, like well, crazy. That's I'll also just up. a me thing. Oh no, for sure, and that's a my mom thing too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't don't get it twisted. But no, like I will tidy up. Don't get me wrong. Like you won't come here. There's dishes and shit and clothes all over the floor. No, I'll tidy up. Yeah. You're not gonna see me like mopping the floor just because oh, I don't know Jeff yeah. is coming over. Yeah, nah, it ain't happening. Yeah, they're, not, they're but, probably gonna dirty the floor anyways. Yeah. So. But again, it's like then you gotta like think about the food, and it's mm. like. I mean, yeah, obviously you could get takeout, but a lot of times, like, people will bring stuff and what I, I don't know. I feel like the older I am, like, I would, I also agree with you. Like, I like going to people's houses, but I feel like people are, like, almost less likely to do that. Like, right. it's not, like, I feel like I'm at the age where people are, like, which I don't do brunch. Yeah. But, like, people are doing yo, brunch. Yo, no, no, um, hey, no hate on brunch. No, though. there is none. Yo, it's just, no hate on it's brunch. just. Brunch is it. Brunch is yeah. the thing. Because, hear me out here. There's a science to this. Okay. You eat. Yeah. You drink. Yeah. Day drinking turns into afternoon drinking. And then. For you. Oh. See well, what I'm saying? It's uh, like he's going back to the kid. Like he's right. he's just turned four. Right. And again, like I'm home with him a lot. So right. it's like. Fair enough. What's the, you know. Yeah, but the overall the vision of brunch is yeah, like. that's fine. The, the yeah. reason why it's so good for me <laughs> is because 
I could like kind of start to sober up before I go to sleep. Yes. Whereas yep. a yeah, normal night out saying. at the bar, it's like I'm, too late. Y'all, oh, mm-hmm. horrible. You're going to bed at like <laughs> we two. Me, yeah, I know. me and my girl went out and um, we went out the day that it changed. The time changed. Oh, mm-hmm. So but that's the best day. No, it's not because it was. We lost an hour. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's not. <laughs> yeah. It's not. Um. It's not. It's not the other one where yep. like you're just like, oh yeah, I get an extra hour. Yeah, no. no you, yeah. So I get home. Like we leave. We're like driving home at like two a.m. I or. I think the time changed at two thirty, and like we got we got in the house, and I'm looking at the time. It says three forty. I'm like, yo, did I just time travel, <laughs> or like, did I miss something here? Like, it was That's brutal yeah. the next day, and I just felt it the whole, you know, mm-hmm. the whole week. Yeah, this whole week, it was it was tough. I hear you. Yeah, yeah, losing that hour sucks. Mm-hmm. But I do have something um, more up your alley since brunch ain't it. Uh, that I would like to talk to you about. <laughs> and um, maybe we could try to keep it on this theme for the whole episode because what I'd like to do is to um, break down different aspects of of working out, fitness, living a healthy lifestyle, and everything like that, which you know a lot more than I do about that. So maybe you could enlighten me. Okay. But I would like to know what your thoughts are on how do you think um, living a healthy lifestyle, the food you eat – and the um, activities that you do, how do you, how much or how does that play a role in um, like your overall happiness as a person, like your, your mental state, like how impactful is that on your mind? It's extremely impactful. And I know that. And, that's the only thing I know. <laughs> and the sad thing about it is that there are so many people that have, um, like, say they have anxiety or depression or things like that. If they just exercised, mm. it would help a lot. It's not going to – obviously depends on what your severity is or what there are the reasons. Maybe there's a trauma or something. But it would help so much. But the issue is when people feel like that, they don't have the motivation to do it. And yeah. when you think about – oh, I'm going to go and do something physical, you automatically think like that's going to be tiring. Why would I go and do that? You know what I mean? But really, it's so good for you. And the thing is like, well, number one, it's never good to just be like laying in like the dark all day or like Mm. on your cat. Like that's just not, that's going to make anybody feel low, even if you're not. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, but but there's so many like, and you could, you know, Google it and I'm sure there's plenty of people that have other ideas and I don't know the exact, um, you know, chemicals, but it it does release chemicals in your brain that I make you feel good. There's like serotonin mistaken, and dopamine, dopamine and all these different yeah. things. Yeah, um, I don't know exactly which ones they are, but it that's a proven fact. We went to Three Rivers. Right? Yeah, we, I don't know. Yeah, I, wait, and wait, I hate wait. like science, so, um, hence <laughs> I why I don't it. like talking about nutrition and stuff like that, um, the, or the specifics of nutrition. Mm. But yeah, so um, that's just a proven fact. So yes, it will definitely. But the other thing is that. It's not only gives you something to do, but it's like, depending on on your personality, like some people thrive off of like goals. So like you might be somebody who is like eventually, like a lot of people do, like there's an app called, I think, Couch to 5K or something like that. Couch and it, and it, and it like coaches you through, um, I haven't looked at it, but I know people who have used it. It kind of coaches you through getting to like, a 5k if you if you don't even like walk or run so it oh. might it'll have you on something like i'm just gonna make this up but it could be like week one you know walk one mile every day like week two 
do this week three and it builds you up to eventually start running and then event you know what i'm saying so um like there's things like that that like just having like sometimes just having a goal or something to focus on other than yourself helps you like out of your rut if you know what i'm saying like so that's good for some people just having like a type of goal some people really like seeing the results like if i'm somebody who is like hey it would be real like Perfect example, doing a pull-up or a chin-up. Like, so many women, number one, can't, but it's, like, a lot of, like, when I went to the gym that I used to go to, that was a lot of women's goal, being able to do a pull-up or a, or a chin-up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, like, once you achieve that, it's, like, you feel different. Like, you, you're, like, wow, I actually was able to do that. And it's, like, you get, like, a new like a new feeling, like, a new sense of, like, mm-hmm. hey, I, I could do other things or I can do more things. Like, there's so many different levels of why it could be like attractive to different people. Um, but like I said, unfortunately, I feel like a lot of the people that would benefit from exercise are the same people that look at it and are like, that's too tiring. Or like, that's too like, you know what I mean? Like that, that, like it's almost like an obstacle for them. Yes. And yeah. And once, because that's when you start to feel that accomplishment, like today I didn't really eat anything that was that healthy for me. Like, I'll be honest. I think the healthiest thing I had for me if it even is healthy, was the um, honey bunches of oats cereal mm-hmm. that I had in the morning. Yeah. I had, like, these, like, round sandwiches at work. And, oh, I had an apple. So, yeah. There you go. Boom. I have an apple a day. But <laughs> um, I tried it. You know, I don't know if it keeps the doctor away, but, you know, it's I It's still good. It yeah. is good. Uh, it's a fruit. So yep. I, I, I hope it's good. Yeah. But anyways, um, no, I felt like – and this is what made me kind of decide what I wanted to talk about today is because like I was lifting shit at work, heavy shit, like these big cables and stuff. And, um, like I just felt like all this energy, I don't know where it came from. And Mm -hmm. I felt like good. Like I felt like, like, I don't know if, I don't know if other people think like this, but sometimes like, like I could feel my whole body, you know what I mean? And like actually feel my whole body. And like, to the point where like, I like, I want to like do like a boxing class just because I feel like so loose and so good. Yeah. But I don't, I want to break down like what unlocked that in my brain because if I could feel like that every day, yeah, that'd be great. You know what I mean? Like just like, it just felt good. It like you feel good and you feel like you could move, especially for someone like me with back pain. Yeah. Uh, those days I yeah. cherish the most because it's like I, f- I have so much energy. What do I do with it? Yeah. Um, so number one, it does definitely give you energy. And that's th- another thing where people don't understand it. They're like, well, if I'm exercising, I'm going to be tired. I'm going to be sore. Like, how do I have energy? But like, but it does work that way. You do, you will have more energy. Um, but like, like you were saying, even for some people, if they start working out or they start doing something or maybe they lose some weight, when everyday things become easier, you will notice it. Like I have people that are like, oh, maybe like, I don't know, like say they live where you live and maybe they're really overweight and it's actually like a difficult or like a daunting thing to be like, I have to go up and down the stairs or like I have to carry my groceries up and down or stuff like that. If you're somebody like that and suddenly that is easier for you, you're going to notice it and you're going to be like, that's pretty awesome. Like, Mm. or a lot of people will say like, Hey, I'm able to run around and play with my kids when before I wasn't, or maybe I can like, um, you know, it obviously depends on what it is, but there's a lot of things like that. 
I play with with my son that I'm like, I might be too heavy for this. But like maybe that you're like, you know, very overweight and you lose weight and you're like, hey, I can fit on this swing I couldn't fit on before. Or I can, you know, keep up with them when they want to run around the yard and I couldn't before. Like there's there's so many things that it's going to positively impact and make better and not and also not only like the mental things like depression, other things, but, you know, having fat around your organs is a bad thing. Of course. Um, or some people are, you know, their family history of diabetes, family history of high cholesterol, all these different things um, that would only improve if you were exercising and trying to eat better. You right. know what I mean? There's just, there's so many. And that's the thing too I talk about a lot in my group is like, it's not about, number one, my, my group, my program is not a weight loss program. No. It's a fitness program. Right. Um, but I talk about that. Like, I, I think sometimes people feel like, well, I don't really need to lose weight. Like, what does it matter? And it's like, that is like the last thing that you should say. There's so right. many benefits. Um, and if you don't know it, though, I guess you don't know it. But right. if, if you're you just, just so used to the same thing, if you try and you unlock, like you said, you unlock all these little different things here and there, um, you know, and, and the thing is, it's not always great. Like how you said, I wish I would know why I felt that great. Sometimes you just do. Sometimes you have those great days. Sometimes it's not that great. But you when you're at that level you know that and you're okay with it like like you might go through weeks where you like say you go to the gym and you're like every time you go you're like i feel like my workout wasn't that great or like i didn't really want to go but but if you keep doing it you're not going to always be in that rut or you're not going to always feel that way there's just sometimes it's like that and sometimes it has nothing to do with the workout and it has to do with your job maybe you're really stressed about your job and it's coming through in other areas of your life or maybe you have a sick family member and that's on your mind and it's like when you go to do stuff you're just not not doing it as well or whatever it is, but it's going to pass. Right. And eventually you're going to have some weeks where like every day you go, you're like, I'm getting stronger. Like I'm doing, and it's, and that's everything in life is up and down, but right. that's how fitness and wellness and all health well, in general is yeah. too. Yeah. And that's but the, but the Right. But the benefits of it are so good. And that's why it, it blows my mind that there are people who just have like never exercised and like, they just never will. And no. I'm like, I don't get, I don't know how, like and they're, they look so in shape. Some of them. Some of them. Some I mean, of, but that, most but that, don't. But okay. So. But are you? But are your insides good too? Though, like that's another thing. That's right. why I talk about the slim flabby. Just slim because you are flabby. thin, just because you are thin, number one doesn't mean you have muscle. Just mm-hmm. because you are thin doesn't mean you are healthy. So there's a lot of, especially women, who are like, I look good. What is it? I'm not gonna. Why do I need to exercise? Right. Okay, but maybe you're somebody who is lucky, who eats whatever they want and eats like crap and drinks all the time and smokes cigarettes and you and you just always are the same weight and you don't look any different. But I guarantee you that your insides are not doing that well. But you don't even know that because you look at your outside and say, well, I'm thin. Like, what does it matter? Right. Like, everybody needs to be exercising. It's good for your brain. Like, it exercises your brain. Like, when you were talking about your back and things like that, like, when you're sore or hurt, you, you do not, unless it's like severe or your doctor tells you, you don't want to totally rest. Mm-mm. Like you want to move your body. Like your body, it's like obviously your body is a muscle, like your brain is a muscle. All these things need to be exercised and need to be moved. So if you think, or like when you drink water and, and you eat these things, they're, I hate to say like lubing, that's so weird, but they are. They're lubing your joints. They're making it oh, yeah, easier for, for sure. you to move. Well, your You're, body's made of like a, a, a decent amount 
of water, right? Yes, yes. A high percent of water. Yes. I don't know what the number is. I could say like 70%. I honestly don't know. It's a high number. I do know that. It's a high number. And and that's the thing. Like, so you need it. um, And all these things that you put into your body and all these things you do with your body are going to impact it, you know, whatever way. And obviously it's harder to see the inside um, than it is the outside. But yeah, it's a, it's a really high number. I'm sticking with 70. Is that close? Oh, you are close. It's 60%. Okay. Up to 60% of the human adult body is water. Yeah. According to H.H. Mitchell, Journal of Biological Chemistry, 158. So there you go. Yes. So. 60%. Yes. 60. Yeah. So, you know, you need to use, and and this is the other thing too, is that the person right now who might be 30 years old that is like, I don't need to work out. I look fine. Okay, well, if you're not exercising, specifically strength training, you're only deteriorating. Little like, people little. don't understand. Like, like you're, you're only going to look so good for so your long. Your muscles help support your joints and your ligaments. And all of those things are intertwined. So if you're somebody who, again, like I'm saying, like maybe you're thin, but you're flabby. You don't have muscle. How hot are you if you're just like walking around? Well, like, number one, that, but, but as you get older, it's going to be so noticeable. Like, and that's why like horrible. when people who are older and they get like knee surgeries or other things and they weren't really in the best of shape, their recovery is going to take so long mm-hmm. because they don't have the muscle to like support. You know what I'm saying? Like you need, you need to have muscle. You have right. to, you need to strength train. You need to strengthen your bones, your muscles, all of those things to like I said, obviously we're all deteriorating anyway, but to have a better chance when you're older to not when, like if I were to fall, if I stay this lifestyle, I probably wouldn't break something as easy as somebody else who does not exercise would. You know what I'm saying? Like, so people don't look in the future either. They just look at them now. I'm not going to work out. I need to work out. I look fine. It's like, well, okay. But first off again, look at your insides. You can't, so you don't know. Mm. Um, and second off when you're older, the more muscle you have now, the better, because it's yeah. only going to go away. Just like the right. collagen you're in your skin lose, goes away, all these things go away. Everything. It all. Everything. Your it hair. Does. It all goes downhill as you get older. So why not be like the best that you can now, and yeah. just hopefully you live a longer, healthier life. Well, uh, you know, if you if you go like crazy, you know, not everybody has to do this, but it, let's just say you go crazy. And you get your body into the tip-top shape, yeah. and you keep it at that for like five years, right? In your thirties, maybe late twenties, early thirties, right? As you start to get older, little by little, you'll start to you know lose that stuff yes. as you get older. That's natural. But since you have such a big foundation already, you're not going to lose as much as someone who never worked out exactly. in their life, you know? Because I yep. work with an older man um, who's never worked out in his life. And uh, just went to work and did the bare minimum, and he is round. Mm-hmm. And he's the same age as my father, who has worked his ass off yeah. and had a big quite the body when he was my age. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, my dad's not, like, ripped or anything now, but yeah. his body he's still functions yep. a lot better than that guy, yes. and they're the same age. Mm-hmm. Why? Because my dad had a better foundation in his youth years and even just being active like people don't realize like i said like it's not just about like how you necessarily look but the the act of being active 
makes a big difference. And like my mom is old and she had me when she was older. She looks great. No one ever thinks that she's as old as she is. And it's like, no, she's not in the gym. Like she would go to the gym with me before and she did a lot of weightlifting with my father back in the day. But in this part of her life, she's retired, but she's very active with my brother's kids and with my son. Mm. So yeah. And she does have weights and stuff, you know, she's not like going crazy, but just her like coming to my house and babysitting for like six hours, she's exhausted because he's so active and it's like, he wants you to play. You got to run, you got to go in the yard, you got to go outside. It's like just the, the act of being active is good. Even if you're not somebody who doesn't want to go to a gym, if you just walk, if you, you know, just anything active. So, so I think that like, I I hope people don't get the wrong impression by this conversation, but you don't have to go nuts at the gym every day to live a healthy lifestyle. No, but like moving your body around. Yes. And cause I actually recently humbled myself a little bit because before when I went to the gym, I would be, um, trying to like, be this macho man with my friends and like I would get hurt a lot. Yeah. And um I got hurt really bad once and it put my back out of like commission for like months. Yeah. And I'm slowly getting back into the gym now, but with respect for it. Like yeah. I I'm not afraid to put little weights up on yep. the machine yep. and just do what I gotta do because I feel I'm just moving. You yes. know what I mean? Like I'm moving yep. My muscles are moving. Yes. I don't have to like try to break the world record. Yep. And I feel better because I'm doing that. You know I, what I mean? I absolutely know what you mean. Um, right. And I've had this conversation a lot of times because I used to lift heavy. I could squat a lot. I could lift a lot. I was stronger. I was also heavier, but I was stronger. And at this point where I am in my life, I am okay with not being stronger. Like I'm definitely strong, but again, going back to foundation, like I grew up eating very well. I always grew up taking vitamins. I always grew up doing sports. Like I had that muscle when I was not even trying to have muscle. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I'm always going to be more muscular built. Um, but I'm okay with being weaker than I was because number one, I'm working out at home. I don't have unlimited machines and weights and resources. I already know that. Um, I'm also looking to do faster workouts. I'm not looking to do all these like extreme strength things where I need to take a lot of rest in between and do these reps over and over and over again. Like that's not what fits my life right now. And I'm okay with that. But as long as I do what I am doing consistently, I'm still going to stay in good shape. I'm not going to be as strong, but I'm still going to be in good shape. I'm still going to be active. I'm still going to have my muscles. I'm still going to, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and, and I'm okay with that. And that's the thing. There's going to be times. And, and maybe when my son is older and he's like, you know what? I don't, I'm, I don't care to be like right now. He's obsessed with me and he wants to be home with me. Um, so it's hard to leave. It's hard. Even just to go out for a run is hard for me because he'll right. stand out the window and cry the whole time. Right. Um, but when he's at the age where he's got his own friends and stuff, maybe I will get back into a gym and maybe I will get stronger and do more heavy lifting and get, and I will be at a different stage. And that's the thing I tell my members too. It's a, a lifelong journey. Like I've said, 100%. and there's always, you're always, it's okay to be at different levels at different times. If you are somebody who is, maybe you start a new job, like say you maybe, mm-hmm. and I don't know how your you know job works, but just pretend. Okay. And say you come in and you get the shittiest of shifts, you get the worst amount of work, all that stuff, right? And you probably are mentally like drained and you're so busy and, and you're like, you know what? 
while I'm doing this, all I can really manage is a walk up and down my street when I get home and maybe some crunches and push-ups. But you do it all the time. Mm. So you're still being active. You're still in pretty good shape. Um, and then maybe you get to a point in your career where now you're not the low man and now somebody else took all the shit and now you're kind of moved up a little bit and maybe you you get better hours. Like maybe you get out of work and it's light out easier and you're work. like, hey, yeah. easier work. And you, you feel better and you're like, you know, what? I have the energy when I get home to go to the gym. I have the energy to do other things. It, there's always different times where things right. are going to change. And as long as you're doing it consistently and you're not just dropping off because you're like oh it's not worth it anymore as long as you understand like being active is being active and it's still the better alternative than doing nothing right then that's fine well, and you're gonna find all those right. different stages no one knows your body more than you right right not even the doctor right who you know diagnoses you with every illness yep. you get they don't know your body as good as you and i try to explain that to people because if I feel like I worked out enough today, mm -hmm. then I'm good. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yep. but a lot of people, they play stupid. Let's yeah. just call it how we see it. They play stupid. You know, maybe they didn't do much and they're just being lazy. But, you know, because they clocked in and clocked out, you know, they're done for the day. Yeah. And a lot of people will use anything as an excuse. Oh, well, you know, I have to go home and take my dog out. I don't I don't have time to, to, yeah. to you know, get dressed and go to the gym now. It, you could, yeah. you know, you really could. And, and I'm that person too. A lot of the times where sometimes I'll find myself making excuses. Yep. Um, and it's all mental. It's all mental. And I think that once you break that, then, you know, it, it's a lot easier, but only, you know, your body the way, you, you know, yeah. only you can tell like, yep. okay, I think I've done enough today. Yeah. You know, like I'm genuinely tired yeah. or I'm just telling people I'm tired. Right. So I don't have to work out. Right. And, and it's, it's tough to get there. And that's the thing. Like I have people in my program and, um, as of right now it's month to month and you know, so they could do it one month, not the other month. And, um, the people that have been with me for a long time, it's like, and I think some of them are there. I think some of them have gotten there. And I think some of them haven't. And it's hard to explain it. But like people always ask me that, like, how are you working out at 10 o'clock at night? Or how are you filming the two weeks of demo videos? How are you doing this and that? And it's like, because it's not a question. Like right. I am so used to it. it. I am passionate about it, but you have to understand that I struggle just like everybody else does. Right. Like there's so many times where I don't want to do it. And I will say that, like, I don't want to fucking do this. Like, right. but you know what? I'm going to, because I know the benefit. And I know that if I were to sit there and not do anything for like, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't, but like I, if I didn't do anything for a whole week, I would be so much more inclined to be like, it's so much, it's so nice not working out because I just don't do anything. Like, like people right. love, I think the world is just so crazy and so stressful that people look at doing nothing as a way to relax almost. You know what I mean? As like a way to doing nothing. Right. Craziness. Like I'm just going to sit here and watch TV because it's mindless and I'm not thinking. Right. Um, in reality, there's many other things you could be doing, but I, I think that I just know that I like how I am and I don't want to lose it. And I know that it's important and I'm, it's so ingrained that I would be so disappointed in myself that I can't let myself not do it. And that's the difference. If you can lie to yourself and you can trick yourself and be like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. Day after day after day after day to get to the point where you're not doing anything anymore, then I, that's just what you are. But when you are somebody like I am, 
you feel that guilt and that accountability to yourself Mm. and it feels worse feeling like you're letting yourself down than just doing a workout when you don't want to because you can do anything. There are so many times where I'm like, I don't feel like working out. So you know what I do when I don't want to work out? I bring my workout space upstairs because to me, it's more comfortable. Like when I'm like serious and I'm like, whatever, my basement is my workout area. That's where all my weights are. That's where my bench is. That's where the air bike is. That's where everything is. That's where I, if I'm going to do a really good workout, that's where I'm going to do it. Right. When I feel lazy or I don't want to do it, I immediately say I'm coming upstairs because I feel more comfortable. It's a mental thing. I Back feel more to the comfortable. Mental thing. That's that's exactly I, I what I was bring say. up one pair of dumbbells. Mm-hmm. I adjust whatever the workout is to fit that one pair. Because sometimes there's exercises that are too light with that one pair or too heavy with that one pair. So I adjust whatever it is. I get on the carpet in front of the TV and I put on something I really like to watch, like catfish, and I just <laughs> fucking take my time and I get through it. But you right. know what? I still did it. And that's the bottom line. Or I do like sometimes ones where like I just lay down. Mm. Like anything I can think of where I'm just like laying down, I Mm. will do it. Like multiple crunches, planks, like, or I might get up and do some squats. But like if it's like the laziest that I'm being, like I will just find every exercise where I can just like roll around on the carpet because I don't want to get up and I want to be lazy. But I'm still going to do it because I would rather do it and maybe not do that well that one time than not do it. Right. You're holding yourself accountable. You have to, and nobody wants to, and it's so frustrating because you can't make somebody. You can never. You can't make somebody. I can say every inspiring word in the book in my program, and there's just people that'll never do it. And it's like, I can't make them, and they just don't want to. Yeah. There's just nothing you can do about it, and it's frustrating because everybody has the ability to to be there. Yeah. But if you just... Don't do it. You just don't do it. You but you don't. all can. But everybody can. That's the thing. Everybody can. And he's, people are like think things are too hard or that I can't do the exercise or any. That's such an excuse. Break it down to the easiest, simplest thing and start there. Right. Start there. Right. And do it until you either are confident enough or you're doing it well and then move up. Right. Like there's just – you can't – there's no way that people are like, I just can't do that. You just, oh, don't, want have, you just gonna, don't want to. You just don't want to. You're going to have good days and you're going to have bad exactly. days. Exactly. Accept that. You just and, have to accept that. Right. And I think that, you know, the the more you tell yourself no, the more you're not going to do anything. Exactly. And if you just do, like you said, the bare minimum, right, you feel like it's a win-win. Your yep. body feels like it's a win-win because you didn't just go home right. and do nothing. Right. Which I did that yesterday. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I'm guilty of it, you know? Well, but you're going to, though. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like, obviously, you're going to have rest days. But it's the guilt. It's Like you said earlier, it's the guilt mm-hmm. that you feel when you know you didn't do shit. Yes, and that's – but that's, in my opinion, and I always relate, like, when I talk about in my fitness program, I do check-ins and I talk about different topics like we are right now, and – Anything that we were to do or talk about in my program can be related to real life. And I think having the guilt is something that I wish more people had in everyday life. Like, like, like you said, when, like, just to know, like when you're doing the wrong thing and you feel bad about it, that is a good thing to have. Yes. Because it shows that you're a genuine. And a lot of people don't. don't. They don't. It shows you're a genuinely good person. It does. But it's like, you know, you could think of it. Probably examples at work or examples just within like your friend group and different things like where you're like, wow, I would never do that. And if I did, I'd feel bad. And then and whoever did it doesn't feel bad. And it's like, where is that like internal like, 
hey, that I know that was wrong or like, oh, that's not what I should be doing. Like that that could go for any aspect of life. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. And it's people, like people and, just don't and, give and I a fuck think sometimes. and that and the thing that's nice about something like a sport or working out is it definitely builds your character. Oh, and that is what yeah. I love about hell it. Yeah. That's what I love football, about it. Football, football for me, a hundred percent. Held me accountable. And I remember specifically when someone screwed up a um, a drill or a play, we had to run laps oh, yeah. and then do it again. Mm-hmm. And then they screwed up again, and we had to run laps, do it again. And, and even to the point where my coach had to tell the parents, I'm keeping them an extra 30 <laughs> yeah. minutes tonight. Why? They're running laps. Fuck. All right, let's do it. Yep. Someone fucked up again. We ran another lap until we got it right. Mm-hmm. And guess what? That makes you it programs your brain to be especially as at 16 17 mm-hmm. um it programs your brain to be like right and wrong and you, you know and I mean? you get and you get that sense of discipline you get that sense of recognizing like hey if i don't put the work in like in practice or this or that i'm not going to be as good or if i want to be better than this person if i want to have this position if i want to whatever i have to work hard like it's all like i that's why i love sports like i love sports and i love working out because all because of all of those things and again when you are done with those things you carry them into your normal life or you know you're in um you know not in an age where i guess there's like adult leagues and stuff but you know when you when you get out of the school range and you go on to jobs and other things i think it's really important like i don't get how other also people don't ever play sports that just boggles my mind well that's um, what i was just going to touch up on. <laughs> i don't know if how I that ever, happens if i ever get the the um the blessing of having kids right um you know i don't know if there's another source that you could find this from but i'm going to explain to them that i'm putting them in sports not for them to be good at it like i won't ever be disappointed yeah, that you yeah. suck yeah <laughs> like chill out no but um I, it's to build it's so important th- to build their character and to but work I don't know with if you other people find it in, yeah but if they genuinely genuinely do not like sports like yeah. if they just resent it yep. hate it so much yeah i wonder if there's another thing out there that could still shape your character like that and hold that same accountability i think there's probably some hobbies um yeah, that what, might, what kind of hobbies well, are strict that, as that, like doing drills no you know? but that might that might hold you um, to a certain discipline, like it could be playing an instrument or even possibly like singing or maybe you like building stuff. Like mm. there might be some things, obviously it's not, that's not a team sport or that's not, you know, somebody pushing you. But I, I'm sure that there are other hobbies that would still like, I think, I think anytime somebody is good at something that tells you something about them. Like if there's, and that could be anything, like say I'm good at working out, say, um, say you are really good at talking shit, talking shit. (laughs) Say, say somebody's really good at, um, like building something. I don't know, maybe out of wood, right? Like somebody's somebody, or maybe making jewelry or something. I feel like there's something to be said about somebody who is good at something because you wouldn't be good at it usually if you didn't take it seriously if you didn't put work into practice if you didn't learn new things about it if you didn't you know what i'm saying like so there okay. is a, the, so maybe I, in having my opinion, like a, maybe having like some a passion type of, yes a passion yes. i think that's maybe the most important is like the passion behind it because again you're going to do all of those things to be good at it if you care about but it but also like maybe it. having especially in the crucial years 
um, the teen years where you really start to shape the adult that you're going to be, um, having a coach to hold you accountable in any aspect. So let's just say um, you're really into art. Okay, well, the first painting you did, this coach is saying that is trash. Yeah. You know, and like humbling you and then holding you to a higher standard yep. and pushing you and pushing you and pushing you to your breaking point. Um, that's the only way that I could see uh, that having the same effect because yeah. I was pushed to my breaking point because I walked off the football field like three times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no fucking coach is going to talk to me like <laughs> that. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But hey, he, he suspended me and it, it is what it is. But I was going to say, I learned I my like, lesson from it. I feel like also there's a respect aspect too. Yes. Um, and, and that's one thing that I learned. Like, I feel like I have done many sports where you learn the difference. Like we've talked about this last time when you talk about a boss or somebody who you don't want to work for, you don't want to listen to. You definitely find that in coaches as well. And I feel like it's a good thing to be able to spot in people. Like I have, I have coaches or even people that I've worked with or something. And I could say like, this person might seem mean to other people. This person might seem, I don't know, rude to other people or harsh but I appreciate that and I would rather be work for somebody or work with somebody who's very black and white and this is what it is and this – whether it comes off mean or not, like I don't – I look past that and I think part of that is like the sports thing. Like when you have somebody who just wants you to do something well or be good and that's part of where their passion or their meanness and things like that come from – when you, can, when, you can actually, from a good place. when you can actually spot that, I think that's really important because I've had coaches that I've quit teams for because I'm like, they're just really an asshole. Like they don't right. really care about us. They don't really – I've had other coaches where maybe I don't – other people don't maybe see them as the nicest or whatever, but like the whole team loved them. Well, yeah. I've had – you know what I mean? And yeah. I think that's another no, thing too. No coach, no coach is perfect either because um, a lot of them let the power – like that, that weird power, but it's not really power. It's – you don't have as a coach you don't have the power over anybody but um their authority with the yeah. team uh they let that get to their head mm -hmm. and to the point where it's almost counterproductive and now people resent you as a coach yeah you need to be an asshole sometimes and but you, the thing is is everything in moderation yeah and you could say that about any aspect of life even with the food you eat um everything in moderation and having a coach that eventually could like show a soft side to you connect to you on something mm -hmm. or that help, that goes so far because okay i've seen you be an asshole to me mm -hmm. now i'm seeing you be vulnerable and nice to me mm -hmm. opening up be maybe a little mo maybe a little emotional or maybe just a bond you know well yeah a, i was gonna say like a, of a bond, connection of like connection. Why, why am i hard on you right. why do i because you most likely and it kind of goes back to how I was saying, can't make someone do something, but it, but you can try. Right. So it's like, if I think that you're a really good football player, but you're not applying yourself, you're not taking practice seriously, I'm going to try to push you harder because I see it, but I don't think that you see it. So right. I'm trying to get you there and it can feel mean at the time, or it can feel, you know, what, however you might take it at the time. But if we then have a conversation, Hey, 
I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be up your butt. But right. what I'm trying to do is push you because I think that you could be even better than you are. And I think that you have potential that you're not using. Right. If somebody came to you and spoke, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, like, okay, they are mean, but then they're also at the same time connecting with me. And they're maybe explaining to me, hey, this is what I see for you. And this is why I'm doing that. If I didn't, and that, that's the, that's, this is the number one thing. And this goes for relationships as well. The minute that somebody is not trying or not complaining or not anything, that means they don't fucking care. Right. They don't care. Right. They don't. Because you don't waste your time. Why waste your time? Right. So if I see somebody who, like, or in my program, there's times where I do reach out to people, um, which I don't like to do because it's only online. I don't ever have that in-person connection with them. So I don't ever want them to think like, why should she check up on me? Or what does she, you know, I don't ever want anybody to feel uncomfortable by it, but there's people like that. I know if I do know them in real life, I might check in or say something. Um, but there's other people that I never would. And it's not to say that I don't care about them as a person, but I recognize that they don't care about their fitness journey. So why do I care for them? Right. If they're, if they're just not doing the workouts and you know, whatever, and they just don't participate and they don't really seem like they care. I'm not going to go out of my way to right, care. It's right. like we're adults. Like you, you need to show something. Um, I could give a I could give a pretty good example actually of how this is like not just a, a passion or sports thing, hobby thing, um, or just exercise thing. This is like your job thing. And uh, I used to work at this appliance place delivering appliances, and uh, I ultimately became like the head of the uh, deliveries and everything like that. And so I was in charge. I, you know, I, I made a name for myself with this company. And um, this kid that came in working under me, I trained him. Uh, I taught him everything. I took him on jobs with me. And he was now my partner on the deliveries. And so pretty much every time I say something, that's how we're doing it. Yeah. There's no rebuttal. There's no you're telling me what to do. That no, no. So you know, I sometimes when I see like okay, he's not really giving me his all, or he's not really being fair as yeah. far as like you know, or if I could tell he's being lazy, I'll just keep giving him the shittier, shittier jobs. So he'll think that you know he's gonna take this nice brand new dishwasher <laughs> out of a box. Oh, well, I got plans for you now. Remember how you were giving me an attitude like, yeah. you know, a couple hours ago? Well, now you're going to go in this this house just so happens to smell like cat piss. Uh. I don't want to go in there. I could go in there. Yeah. If you were nice, but I don't now. You're going in there <laughs> and you're going to take the old one apart. Sticking your hand underneath <laughs> with all that nasty rat shit, <laughs> unscrewing <laughs> shit. Oh yeah. I'm a, I put this kid through hell. Yeah. Because he was not holding his own, and he thinks that just because him and I outside of work were friends, because we became friends over mm-hmm. time and whatever, and and we'd be cool and this and that, but there's a line that we have to draw here, mm-hmm. and you're not taking your job seriously. So one day, this kid's back talking; he's just not in the mood for it, and I'm like, "Well, you just gave me the fuel, because now I'm gonna keep <laughs> dumping it on you until you break," you know, and. uh we're like so how you lift heavy appliances is you have a strap yeah it goes underneath a moving strap and uh you're tied to each other oh so i said he wanted me to go up the stairs backwards and i said nah nah you got this 
And he's like, it's harder, yeah. you know? And he's like, what the fuck? This and that, like, just oh, huffing and puffing. And so um, I said, yo, be careful around that turn. You're going to scratch the appliance. Like, you got to be careful. And apparently, like, I just said too much to him that day. <laughs> and he said, fuck you. Push the fucking appliance towards me. I said, okay, we're doing this. So we go outside. And we exchanged some words, almost exchanged some punches. But at the end of the day, he still had to go do what I told him to do. <laughs> yeah. You could huff and puff all you want, yeah. but the second you tell me you're not going to do something is the second I'm calling our boss and I'm going to be like, yo, yeah, my guy does not want to listen to me. And um, you know what's ironic about that is that I made him realize that – you need to have some sort of self-accountability when it comes to your responsibility, yeah. yourself, what you bring to the table. And so, you know, two years later, I go down there, see how everybody's doing. You know, it's like one big family, and, and uh, I really love those people at Ferraris. Um, and I go down there. He's in charge of the deliveries now. He was in my position. Yeah. And he goes, he goes up to me, he goes, yo, I am so sorry for how much of an asshole I was to you and how much I disrespected you because now I got these little shits yeah, doing the knows. same thing to me. Yeah. And it's like, I felt that way about my football coaches. Mm -hmm. I felt that way about certain managers that I've had. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like yes. you're hard on these people to make them understand, yes. but it built, it built his character. Yeah. It yep. did. In a way, it built his character. Mm -hmm. And now he has great work ethic. Yeah. He's going to be a corrections officer. Like, the kid is, is going places. Why? Because he has some sort of accountability behind his back now. Yeah. You know what? I have a little example. I'm not going to say too much about it, but the place that I used to work, there was a district manager. And ironically, like, so I was an administrative assistant. So all of the, the AAs in our district, we all loved this guy, right? Because our job was to report to him. So mm -hmm. he tells you, like I said, very black and white. He tells you what to do, and you, you just do, do it. it. Yeah. And you know what? He's great. <laughs> Who didn't like him was all of the managers. You know why? Because every manager wanted to do everything their way. And then they didn't understand why he would get upset when it wasn't his way. Because he's the boss, and he's telling you how to do it, and you're purposely doing it your own way. Why would mm. he like that? Of course. Like, why is that that There's hard? Like, way. I'm such like a rule follower, Me too. and I don't understand. Me like, too. if somebody's asking you to do something, do it that way. Right. Why would you not? The only way you're gonna get into trouble <laughs> is if you do it the wrong way. Right. And and that's the thing is that he was so. It's not like it was confusing. It wasn't like oh, there's multiple options. He was very clear with what to do. And like I said. If, if all the AAs liked him and we had no issue with him, why was it that all the managers did? Because you guys think that you can do everything your way and it doesn't work that way. Right. And, and that's – and it's just – I always think of that too. Like I, I respect the fact that he cared about his job and he wanted things done properly. Right. And that's why he was that way. Right. But the people that I guess just don't get it because they want it their way, they don't get it. Some and they're like, oh, he's so weird, mean. Man. He's such an asshole. He's this and that. And I had heard, I have heard stories and, and I know he can get, he has a hot, uh, hot temperature, I, I, if you want to say. Mm. Um, but 
he doesn't even need to get to that point if you just did if what you're you just, supposed to do. Right, right. You just do what you're supposed and, to do. And imagine how good it makes you look if you just did what he said. Oh, I know, but none of they can. You know what I'm saying? It's got to be their way. Yep. But oh, like, I know. I know. Oh, I know. You know what happened even one time? He came. He did like audits at the stores. So he came to our store to do an audit. I happened to not be working that day, but I was there that day. Like I think we're looking for shoes or something. And I ran into them. And I love this guy. And he likes me too. So I was like, hey. And my manager was there. And he was like, we only passed the audit because of your part. So like all the other departments had like failed. But I always do my job the way I'm supposed to do my job. So my me getting like the best score of my department, my job, I was really only me, um, made it so the whole store didn't fail. But it's mm. like, you know why? Because I do what I'm supposed to do and I do what he asks me to Some do. Some people, when they go to work, they feel like they have to be somebody at work. Yeah. You don't have to be somebody <laughs> to anybody right. other than one person and that's who is in charge of you. Yep. You don't have to be anybody to anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you just make one or two people happy, whoever's in charge of you, on a daily basis, yeah, you shine. Even if their instructions make you look like shit, you could then say, "I did exactly what they told me to do." Yes, boom, exactly. Anytime I had a question, anytime anything would go on, I would put an email and I would ask, and I would get that answer in email, and then I would do it. And I'd be like, "If anything were to ever come back, it's not on me." I did right. what you asked me you to did do. did it by the book. Or, or if, I had, book. if I had a manager that was telling me to do something that I didn't think I should do, but they're like, do it this way, again, I would like double check or even get like another person to say the same thing and then do it. And then if I would ever be confronted, goodbye. that's how they, they asked me to do it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to do what I think I'm supposed to do. I'm not going to try to get people in trouble, but- if it were to ever be between me or you and I'm doing my job, I'm of course I'm going to tell on you. This yeah, guy asked me, 100%. he asked me to do it that way. That's 100%, why. 100%. People so, don't understand that because yeah. they get too caught up in like the high school like mentality yeah, where it's no. like, oh, we're all friends. I no. told every, everybody who wants to be my friend at my <laughs> new job, I told them specifically, hey, I'm not here to make friends. Yeah. I'm here to make money. If I have friends on the side – that's a bonus. Mm-hmm. But don't get it twisted. I will not lose my job over you. Yeah. I will not go yeah. a week, one, even one week without getting paid because yep. of you. Yeah, you don't have to have friends at work. I never, agree. Never, I agree. never. Yep. Because you don't, you don't shit where you sleep ever. That's just like rule number one. You don't like like people get into relationships at work. People get into like friendships at work. It's all and then cool. they turn into fights at work, right. and it's just crazy. Yeah, yeah, I know. You don't shit where you sleep ever, and like I, I always, always, um, you know, I've worked for jobs where like it's a union, and like you're a union worker, and but your manager's not, so you could tell your manager to fuck off. But I never, I, I never do that yeah. because it's like, okay. That guy now has the power to give me the shittiest jobs on a daily basis. Yeah. And you a know, lot of people do things, and this can go back to working out and even eating. They do things the hard way. They do things the hard way. And what? they think because they think at the time, like, 
I'm doing what I want. I'm going to do this. And this feels better than that. And this, I'm and, empowered. Then, and then at the end of the day, like you said, when you've got to do it anyway, it's like, now you just ran circles around when you could have just, or like, you know, say you're somebody who decides today, I'm starting my wellness journey, right? I'm going to mm. eat better. I'm going to do whatever. And then you come up with all these excuses. And then you're like, oh, it's too expensive to go to the gym. So you stop going to the gym. And then oh, no. and then you start bailing on your friends. Like, oh, I can't meet you for a walk because, like, I'm tired. And, and like, it's raining You know, now. all these things, right? You get all these things. And, you know, in four months from now, you go to the doctor. And they're like, hey, you're pre-diabetic. You really need to exercise. You really need to watch what you eat. Right. Oh shit! And now all of a sudden, now five a months sudden, later, guess what? You're back at square one. Jenny when and if the gang. you would have just stuck with it and done the harder road, which really in the end is the easier way, now you would already be probably you wouldn't even have heard that message. Or if you did, you could be like, "Hey, I actually have been exercising. Like, is there something else you recommend? Or like, what? You know what I mean? Like you, but you start from square one again. Now and she's it's going like, on these walks by herself because she already cut. She pissed off, off her friend. Her friend that wanted to go with her, and now she found a new I, walking people partner. People are always doing stuff. Like like that and they just because it because for some weird reason they think they're right and they think their way is the right way but they always I'm say, guilty of that in some some ways I'm guilty of that where it's like sometimes I might micromanage not even people but like a thing mm-hmm. I might be so fixed on doing something yeah in particular and um to the point where like I'm so proud of my idea that I want it to work mm-hmm. and then to the point where it's like a negative result even yeah or even if you're like no nah. well a lot of times though when you feel that way you don't see the negative until no. it already happened like right. what happens but right. yeah i know what you're saying like you're so bent on your way and and pete you know what's funny people do that with fitness too yeah like they'll they'll say um i you know i can't go to the gym i can't do whatever but i'm gonna or like you know a lot of people that that uh do my program and then it's not for them because obviously we all know working out at home is not for everybody but right. This is the thing. If you're going to a gym and you don't know what you're doing and you and you only go a few times a week, you're probably not really getting anywhere at all. And then you might drop it down to like, oh, well, I'm just going to go to the classes because, right, maybe you don't know how to use the machines. You don't know how to use fruits. I'm just going to go to the classes. And usually there's a friend involved. And we're going to meet at 6 o'clock. And then when that person's like bails on you, I think we talked about this before. When that person no. bails on you, then you're like, well, I don't want to go either. And then it turns into you and it's like so – why don't you just try to work out at home then? Like, yeah. you know, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's funny. Like sometimes I front. see people. Not gonna front. That happened to me yesterday. Yeah. That yeah. literally. So yesterday, yesterday, uh, I took a lazy day. I was just like, you know what? Fuck work. Fuck working out. I took a lazy day. Um, my girl told me she wasn't going to the gym. She was just beat, and uh, I was beat too. And as soon as she said she was beat, uh, I just. The excuses started rolling like, yeah, I could see why you're skipping the gym. I'm going to skip yeah. the gym too. <laughs> yeah. And it just felt right. But it, but it, I could see it. Now that you say it out loud, I play it in my head. It's like, damn, that's what really just happened there. Yeah. Without me even really knowing or even having control over that, it just happened sub- subconsciously. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not going. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just you just yep. made up your mind. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think – um, everything we're talking about could all be rooted down to like your mental state and the fuel. I, I know you're not a nutritionist, but the fuel that you're putting into your body yeah. has to have 
some sort of impact. Like if you're just eating garbage food. Oh, it does. All it does. day. It does. You're going to feel like shit. You're going to have does. shitty thoughts. That's my. The, it really does. And like, no, I don't know. But um, I do. So I actually, for my program, I, because we all know, I always talk about, I don't like talking about nutrition. I, not that I don't even like talking about it. It's just that it's too frustrating in my opinion to well, like it's too complex it's you too complex bodies. but it's also all of the things that people believe that are not true it's too hard to convince them that it's not true so right. it's like i don't want to argue with people all day long about why like you can't fast for 100 hours a day and like not eat any like I, it's like i just can't i don't have that it's so, it's so <laughs> in my opinion it's just so like obvious that it's that doesn't, a waste of time that that doesn't you, even yeah. make sense that like i can't even argue the point but anyways um so i actually reached out to my friend beth and she created a nutrition guide for me. So Ooh. I basically bought it from her. Okay. So now when people do my program, they can have nutrition aspect. It's not like a meal plan. It's not telling you what to do, but it's giving you options of this is how you can, if you like to track food, if you like to do portion size, here's proteins, like a startup. That, proteins that are fatty, proteins that are the lowest fat. Here's your options for car like all different examples. It's just a bunch of examples, which is what I think the people in my program need because it's all different types of people. And it's also people that are typically busy and people that don't want to feel like they have more constraints and more things to follow. Whereas if I were to be like, this is your meal guide for the week, you better follow it. No one likes that. Well, no. some people do. Some people do like to yeah. be told what to do, but I don't think the people in my group, you know what I it like, wouldn't work though? for them. You know what I like? I like when things are done for, for you well you know what i'm saying which yes. is 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 like yes no like like, I like for example mean. if if someone said and i know this is gonna sound fucked up no matter how i slice it but okay. if, if slice it <laughs> <laughs> if someone just put food in front of me and said this is what you're eating this is the amount that you're eating and and this is what it is yep get over it i would get over it and do it yes when i have to cook or when i have to go grocery shopping mm -hmm. or when i have to make a meal is not that way at all. Yeah. So like if someone um like just were to do that for me and like there's nothing no other options in the house then I'm eating that. Yeah. But that's the the kind of strictness I need. Just like before when I was going to the gym every single day I would go straight from work because if I came home Yeah. Yeah. You're there's no way I'm yeah. leaving. Right. There's no way. There's no way. Well, so the guide basically gives people the options like i what i want to do like I, i'm doing pretty well actually with my eating but i would like to print the pages that i said like one of the pages t goes through like a lot of proteins but it tells you these ones have the highest fat these ones have the lowest fat these ones whatever then it goes through like um your carbs and it breaks down different fruits different you know it'll talk about like here's oils you should cook with here's snacks that are nuts that you should eat like it's just it just gives you a lot of options which i think in my group anyway is what people would want like yes it's not handing it to you but if you have that printout and you're like i'm not sure what to eat look at it and be like hey if yeah. i ate a lot of fatty crap today i know that i'm probably going to eat chicken or ground turkey and not bacon or right. if i need to fit in more fruits like what are, maybe you just are drawing a blank like i don't even know what fruits do i like look at the list and be like hey i'll pick well, some of these or what's in high what well, i need right. fiber what's high it's fiber all about education i feel like just it is. education so it that is. you have it you have that guilt because you now you know what's right and wrong yeah so now you have that guilt yeah and if you're educated then you then you could distinguish what's good and bad right and and, and i want to know um because I, I listen to a lot of uh, Joe Rogan when I can. He just recently had some um, – I don't even know if they're nutritionists or just like 
dietitian. I, I don't. I really don't know who like what, what their label are, are yeah. or what their label is. But um, they uh, they were talking about uh, an all meat diet, like an all meat diet. Okay. That's it. And um, so actually, Joe Rogan has been participating in that for quite a while. Okay. He says he feels like super energetic from it um and lost weight like and knows someone who lost significant weight from it yeah uh, because he's already in shape so you could only lose so much weight but um drastic changes in the body and feeling more energetic off of less like food intake just all meat like an all carnivore diet What's your intake on that? I would say no. You say that? That just doesn't – I mean, I don't know the science behind that. Right. Like why that would be. Um, it doesn't sound right to me. Mm. Um, I wouldn't want to do it. I would probably never tell anybody else to do it. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, because there's so many – like I don't, I don't put a lot of – I don't do a lot of research on like specific foods. Of course. Um, but like one of my – actually – you probably would remember this girl because she was really annoying. I hate to say that, but she was really annoying in our public speaking class. She actually did – maybe you were there, maybe you weren't. She actually did a um, speech about being a vegetarian. <laughs> and the one <laughs> thing – do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, she was annoying as shit. I can't actually picture her, but I just remember she was annoying. Um, but I feel like um, the one thing that I did take away from what she had said – was that there are a lot of studies showing that humans do not either properly or not very well break down animal product. So that was the she first also, thing I thought mm. when you said all meat. I thought like – She also went into the type of teeth we have. Do you remember that? Kind of, yes. Oh, yes, teeth, yes, yes, yes. They're are not, not meant to rip apart look, meat and stuff right, like that. Yep, right, they're, they're for flat. like plant. Yes, yeah. So uh, there was – and maybe like she's wrong. I don't know because I didn't do like – the opposite research of what she said. So I don't know, but I did think that was interesting. And I feel like that is a good point, especially because like, if you ever look up like, like dairy, like almost everybody is some sort of lactose intolerant because Mm -hmm. I guess apparently our bodies don't digest or cow's milk, I should say very well either. That's why like when you have like children and like the babies, like they, you know, when they have milk and stuff, it's always like, nah, it's a crazy because it's like, well, the same way that we don't process it well. Like, you know, when you like, if you have a lot of dairy, like hurts your stomach and stuff like that's right. very common for a lot of people. Like, why is that? Like, maybe we aren't supposed to eat dairy. I don't know. I, I don't like dairy, but, see, um, but I would like to try, I would like to try the carnivore diet just because I'm a big, I'm a big steak guy, a big chicken guy, not a big pork guy. But can you imagine it though? Like you can imagine only eating try, meat I would try for, for like month. for like a month for every meal and snack. What are you snacking on? Beef jerky, I guess. That's pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, like, I would try it for a month. But like, I would try what? it for a month. What Should if you I? want dessert? I'll do no. It. What if you want sweets? You got to get a sweet meat. Fuck a sweet. No, you're gonna want them. You're gonna. I that's don't, re- I'm not a sweets want... guy. You could ask my girl. I'm not a sweets guy. So I'm not what's, a sweets guy at all. What type of? Why do you eat bad? Then? What's like, my what's guilty your, pleasure? Like, bad foods. Mm, like I am a get big some meat carbs <laughs> guy. Big carbs guy. Like I love me some pizza. And so stuff. they're not even eating like stuff like a like a chicken sandwich. Like they're not eating bread. I don't know. I will send you the link after the okay. show though, and I want you to hear it I because would be interested they to hear what they they, say. they will open your mind up a little bit. Uh, they were also very the people that he had on were also uh, against it a little bit. But do they? So they were just talking about it. They or were they just talking it? about okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No. You you could make your. They kind of left it open to leave your own opinion yep. there. Um. 
I'm going to try it. I would say, though, you'd have to be really careful with Mm. what type of meat it is. Oh, it has to be lean. That's the, they, I was going to say, said, a lot of meats can have salt, they no, can no. have fat. It's not, like, it's not like some chick that or guy that is just like, I, I only say chick because I know this chick that does <laughs> this, but uh, it's not like some person that's just like, I'm going to do keto, and then all of a sudden they just only eat like cheese sticks and, and pork rinds. Yeah. And, like, and it's what? like, dude. I know. It's really annoying. You're, you're killing your body. You don't even know it. It's I, like, oh I yeah, technically be... that is keto. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's good. doesn't mean you're even going into ketosis. <laughs> like, come on now. I, I would be interested though for like, what are the long term? Like, like how realistic is it to only eat meat? And what would be the long-term I effects can't imagine on your body? You, I from can't imagine only... you could do it for long. And that's partly why I don't even agree with so many of these things because most of them are not meant for long-term. So it's like, what is even the point? So what happens when people do these things is say they lose 30 pounds doing it. What's going to happen when you go right What's going to happen when you stop? It's going to come right back. And then you're going to be like, nothing works. Like, it well, didn't work. Hear me out, Of course though. it didn't work because it's not meant to hear be long term. If I could get down 30 pounds right now, yep. let's just say. Yep. 30 pounds. By only eating meat? That put me at, yeah. That, okay. Let's just say. Yep. Right? That put me at 190. Okay. Right? Okay. I've been at 220 for the last, I would say, what? I'm 26. I would say for the last, like, 8 to 10 years I've been at 220. Okay consistent yeah sometimes it goes a little higher sometimes it goes a little lower yeah whatever but still in the range the range okay. is or the average is 220 yeah um what who's to say i can't make my average 190 i just got to get bumped down there no you know because I mean? how are you going to stay there by continuing doing what i'm doing which is like the meat <laughs> <laughs> no. once that once that stops though uh. you that's if, if if eating only meat is what got you there you can't stop. Ah. See what I'm saying? So once, so so once you out. stop hear doing that. Then. I would have to adopt some other type of adapt. lifestyle. Adopt? No, adopt. Yeah. Okay. I would have to adopt some other type of lifestyle and probably have to work out a little more to maintain that when well, I go back to yes. that. Yes. You would have to one. eat normal and normal, better and then, you would have to exercise. Yes. I mean, I'm assuming you're exercising if you're eating meat either anyway, but, um, but yeah, yeah. so that's yeah. the problem. That's why, like, so I just actually talked to one of my friends, she, I, I think it's called Whole30. I don't know what you even do, like 30 days, like you do something, of course. Let and see if I could pull up the episode just so that I could tell okay. people, um, but you could continue what you're saying. So what she was saying was she was like, I actually hated it. Um, I didn't feel good doing it. I really didn't like it. And my point was, again, like, so if you are, are aimlessly following some sort of thing that someone's telling you to do for 30 days and you don't know why you're doing it or really anything like that and you're just chasing the result and then you get that result, once it's done, you didn't actually learn anything, you didn't create any new habits and you're just going to go right back to where you were. So, and then you're more discouraged and then you're that person that's like, nothing even works, I'm not going to do anything anymore. And then it's like, well, that just totally backfired because you, you're just, you know what I'm saying? Like, what was the point? What was right. the, what is the point of doing a 30 day challenge? Cause right. you're going on a because vacation and you want to look good. Days, yeah. That's great. And then you're going to look the same when you are done. So like, I, f- I found the episode. Okay. It's the, uh, the Joe Rogan experience, um, number, uh, 1000 or 1784, okay. uh, with Diana Rogers and Rob Wolf. Okay. All right. So the description says Diana Rogers is a registered dietitian, 
nutritionist and the host of Sustainable Dish podcast. Rob Wolf is a former research biochemist, author, and co-host of the Healthy Rebellion radio podcast. So these guys know what they're talking about, you know, but I don't think they necessarily agreed that like they kind of just left it like a, a blurry. It's just they basically gave you information. I would like everybody to take a listen. They gave you information. I would like everybody to take a listen because it, it you know, they said some stuff in there that could really help what you put in your body and also what not to put in your body and what some misconceptions might be. So maybe if you do, for example, want to start educating yourself as far as going down, because you got the fitness thing down packed, but if you want to like get to that po- point where you could be a general, not specific, but a general nutritionist, um, that's a good start. I mean, it'll, I mean, at least to give like, that foundation of knowledge where it's like it opened my eyes to a few things and yeah it it got me thinking like hey you know what what are we putting in our bodies and they these guys they actually take the time to really like think about it and put like i don't have that time just tell me what i gotta do yeah that's the type of person i am yeah yeah well i mean there's so many things that we eat that we shouldn't eat or again like our our are humans meant to break that down? Like, are we, you know what I mean? Like there's so right. many things that are like that. Um, I don't know. I always go back to what I know, which is what my dad taught me. And it's just eating normal, eating, try not to eat a ton of packaged anything. or anything that's, you know, got no, you know what it comes down to nutritional value. That's what it really comes down to. Yes. You can eat chips, you can eat all these different things, but if you look at your day, and you ate just a ton of things that really have no nutritional value. You're not going to have the energy. And you took an L you're that gonna, day. You're going to you feel probably day. crappy. It might ruin like your stomach. You might be bloated. You might be whatever it is. Like I feel like we've talked about this before too. Like we're all aware of what those foods are. So just don't eat them all the time. Like right. like and anything that you do is not ever supposed to be you're perfect and you never make. It's that you're supposed to do it most of the time. Mm. Most of the time. So, of course, like I've told you before, I eat pizza. I eat all these different things. I eat them, ice cream, anything. I love all food. I like a lot of food. Yeah. But it, it only becomes a problem when doing things like that becomes your normal. Right. Just like anything. Alcohol is going to become a problem if that's your normal. Right. If, you, if you drink once in a while or you drink on occasions or in moderate or whatever, it's a different story when that's becoming like your normal thing. It's, it's a different story when you are tired from work or maybe your back's bothering you that day and you're like, you know what, I need to work out today, but I, I think it'd be my best interest not to, so I'm just going to take the day off and I'll try to do something light tomorrow. Like, that's fine. But when saying that becomes your normal and, you're, you and your working out becomes your once in a while, that's the issue. So that, again, goes with everything in your life. That's, that's how everything is. It's always got to be, if you want to be consistent, it's got to be most of the time. And, and, the, and the days that you aren't on and the days that you take off, those help you along. It's almost like, oh, it's a little mini vacation. Like, let my body rest or let my mind rest. Like, those are good days. It's not bad. Like, there's people that think they have to work out every day. That's not absolutely not true. Right. Or they have to eat good every single day. That's not true either. Like, you could technically eat bad, like, two days, like, two full days out of the week, and you're still going to be all right. Right. I, I choose more to sprinkle it in 
Right. Than to have just like a total shit day, unless like we have plans to go out to dinner or like with my birthday, like I knew I was going to eat terrible drink. Like oh, I didn't, yeah. that You're didn't done. even count. That You're didn't done. count. But I knew that. I, I knew that that wasn't going to count. So I think I was, I tried harder during the rest of the week to eat better, knowing right. that that day was coming up. So back to planning, like I know we talked about the grocery store and like, oh, I always fuck up the grocery store. And I was like, well, do you make a list? Do you plan? And you said no. So that, that's another thing. If you know, and that's why like when I do my workouts, I give them the whole month ahead of time. Because then you can plan. And I always take it week by week. So you can plan. So on this Sunday, that's going to start, say, week three. If you already know you've got a work meeting after work one day, you're going to get home late. You're not going to even do anything. Your kid might have a late soccer game. You're not going to do anything. Those are already two days out of your week that you know are going to get messed up. So you know what you need to do? Do it on the other days. Exactly. You need to plan ahead. You need to. And the majority has to be. The majority has to be where you're at. Right. And and that's the accountability part too, though. Is that is that some people would look at it and be like, "Oh, this week is too difficult. I'm not doing anything." That's not true. It's only two days. Work around it. Like make sure that you do it on the off days. But again, that's the guilty. That's the accountability. That's the just yourself holding yourself accountable. That some people just can't do. Yeah, I think we touched up on a lot of like the mental aspect of it and um but realistically it, even deeper than that is how you are brought up to think. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like how your mind is set up to think cuz we, you know, we started talking about it and we were like, "Wait a second. Some people they just have the ability to just be like, fuck this all the time." And so it goes deeper than just having the mindset or the mentality or how it affects the mentality. It goes, how were you raised? Yeah. How was your mentality raised? How was your um, personality raised? How or your environment? Yeah, or like how examples. are you developed mm-hmm. to think? Yeah. Not how do you think? How does it impact the way you think? It's how are you yeah. brought up to think so you could inherit these things that you're trying to do. Yeah, It's different for sure yeah different and too complex for me yeah way too complex for me. but but you could say too like talking about that in general like i was more apt to have the lifestyle i have because of how i was brought up like sports was always a thing in my family my dad was a bodybuilder my dad was very serious about food he's the reason why we didn't have certain foods in my house and it was very strict and he was he's a very disciplined person and when you did sports, like he was the dad that would like be the coach or he would, he would coach you like with my brother in football, like he, you know, brought him to all the things, you know, all that stuff. And it's like, there's parents that don't do that for their kids there, right. or there's parents that they don't care about themselves or their body. And therefore they, maybe they don't care about nutritious They're meals. They're raising their kids and maybe, to not care about their body either. Right. And, and so there's, there's a lot of like environment issues. There's a lot of, um, there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of Very there. rarely. Very rarely do you see a skinny parent with a fat kid. Very rare, in my opinion. Yeah. Because people are going to be like, well, actually, my step cousin. (laughs) Fuck your step cousin. I'm sorry. But, like, usually it's like, yo, my parents are obese. I'm obese. I would say, I would say, unless there is some sort of like um, medical thing or something like going on with the kid, or even it could be like maybe there's something really like not. I don't want to say mental, but I mean like mentally, um, or again like maybe there was a trauma, or maybe there's you know something along those lines but not that like might biological be parents. or could that could be harder to control. But typically, it's it's a behavior thing and it's an mm. environment thing. So yeah, if you have never seen your parents exercise. You don't see the value in it. 
Or you, yeah. or you just don't even maybe realize that like, hey, it's pretty, it's, it's normal and good to exercise. Maybe you don't even know that. Or if your yeah. parents are always just like, and, and, and you know what the thing is though, I will say is that sometimes that's not by purpose. Sometimes that is, they can't afford things other than maybe canned foods and things that are really, and, and so that was my dad's situation. Like he, so my dad made it to an NFL camp and only got cut because he had high blood pressure. Damn. And that is the, or as I understand it, one of the main reasons that we were raised the way that we were, because his thought was, I'm never going to have my kids not have an opportunity because of a health thing that could have been controlled. Right. So he grew up very poor. They ate a lot of canned things and a lot things with a lot of salt. And that is really why that happened high to him. High blood pressure, yeah. And so that is why he was like, that's not going to happen to my kids. Right. And that's why we didn't eat a lot of food that we didn't eat. And that's why he took it so seriously. And he still to this day takes his health very seriously. But so in, in, the, in the circumstance of his mother, I believe she was young also. And um, she had three kids. And my dad probably did a lot of the raising of you know, siblings and things like that. But so in that, in that instance, it was not that his mother didn't care or that she didn't. It's probably she was working a lot. She didn't have the money. And, you know, so there is definitely other circumstances. Every circumstance. We're just talking general. In general. In general, yes. yes. I think if, Every if, circumstance you're, if, is you're, if you've never seen your, your parent work out or exercise or play sports, you probably don't think that's important. If your parent never cares to say like, hey, you know, let's try to eat something nutritious today. Or like, hey, you, you need to have like some right. kind of fruit today. You, need to, you can't just eat whatever you want. Because that's the truth of it. Is that as nice as that might be to think, you cannot just do whatever you want. Nope. You cannot just eat whatever you want you can't just do you just this doesn't work i mean that you way. could but you'll suffer the consequences you will and yeah. that's the thing is that some people don't realize that like they right. don't or, or they realize that when like i said their doctor's telling them hey you've got diabetes and hey you really need to lose the weight and hey and now as an adult that's going to be so much harder to change your habits and to change that mentality because you grew yeah. up thinking that it was okay to do that yeah so yeah like I said, it's all a mental game. It is. It is. It really is. And a lot of things in life are. Yeah. Well, do you want to say uh, any like new things that are coming up with your what you're doing? Yeah. Um, so the nutrition guide is a big one mm -hmm. because a lot of people, like we talked about this, they want like a one-stop shop. Right. Um, so yes, it's not meal plans. It's not. But it is, it's a lot of examples that are very useful um, that you can just refer to. Um, or if you're not sure, like maybe you've and never this is implemented it. in your program. Now. So, right. So I, so it's only, it, it was made for specifically like me and her worked on it together. So she created it. Like she has her own business and her own programs that you could do. You could hire her as a, as a nutritionist, but she created it based off of what I said, my members are like, or these are, this is what they're right. looking so for. So she, so she members. created it just for us. I would only sell it to you if you were in my program. So you buy at an additional price, but then you have it forever. Right. Um, and it, and it, she's even got templates that you can use. So like every day, like I told her, I was like, you should make a dry erase of the template that you have because it would be much easier. Like you, you can just print copies. Like it's a paper that you could print right. copies, but I was like, you should, you should get on that. She's like, that's a good idea. Um, but, oh, yeah. So that is a really good thing that I have that I think is very useful because everybody, it, it, it cuts your excuses. Like the more resources that I can give my members, the less excuses that you have. Right. So I think that's a really great thing to have. But also going back to being brought up, I was brought up on Shackley Vitamins. Shackley. Everybody says Shakely. It's not Shakely. It has nothing to do with shakes. It's not Shakeology. It is not Shake. It's called Shackley because <laughs> that is like... 
frustrating that people <laughs> people mistake it so then they think it's a company that it's not and then right. they like don't even want to hear about it it's not it's called shackley and i grew up on it so i know it's like a child uh, yeah. there's a child yeah. here yeah, yeah, um yeah. but anyways <laughs> so those were like dang where are they must be in the hall uh, they're, they're walking the hall. up <laughs> um so anyways so um that was so weird and it was like so loud it was so loud in our, yeah um yeah in our ears anyways yeah. um so though so i always grew up taking vitamins so i've always taken like a multivitamin as i got older i took more vitamins as i got older i took the protein like for the after workout and all that stuff i've always done that so people think like oh it's just like a fad thing she's doing i have always been on shackley my entire life and i never talked about it because i thought it was annoying like i don't mm -hmm. like when i feel like people are selling me stuff so i've never but now that i have my business and people do ask me like what protein powders do you use do you take this do you take that like why not just tell them about what i actually use so i became a distributor for it so right. now i have like my own like shopping page so that if you wanted to buy something it would be like off of me oh, like, okay where can they find um, that so that is actually, if you go in my um, regular, my regular Instagram, because unfortunately with Instagram, you can't, I can't have two websites. That's so I, so I know, dumb. I know. So my body justice website is in my body justice period by Julie, my fitness account. So I had to put the Shackley website in my regular Julie justice Instagram. Okay. Um, but, but when I, now what I'm trying to do more is, is post, like when I make my shakes, now I'm trying to say, this is the Shackley protein that I use. And I'll try to like put the link in my comments. Okay. So if you follow my Facebook, Julie justice, that's really only fitness. It's not really my personal life on there on the Facebook. Um, I will like put that shop link or I'll tell you like, this is the product that I'm using, okay. or this is the powder that I'm using. And what are your, uh, what are your Instagrams again? So my regular Instagram, if you just want to be my friend um <laughs> but it's private is julie justice it's just my name um my fitness instagram which is open so you could follow it and not be my friend or you could just look at it if you were curious and i do actually have that linked in my you could be a hater regular. and still follow her um yeah so you, know. you can i mean of course people are gonna watch it hey i don't care it doesn't matter it's getting me more uh hey, likes and whatever i don't care yeah keep follow me i don't care um it's body justice period by julie cool that's my fitness instagram and then again my facebook is just open and it's only fitness stuff though M mainly if i do other stuff i'll put it as like a story but right. um so yeah so you can see my program anytime i'm running it because it's month to month you'll see me advertise for it you'll see i'll put my website link in the comments if you want to look at just see what my program's about you can look at my website and not sign up you can sign up if you want to see more about the shackley stuff again i'm starting to post more about it on my facebook so you would see these are the products I use. You would see the shopping link. Um, and then the nutrition guide is only for the people in my program. Cool. So, so that's uh, what's new. thank you, Julie Justice, thank you. for coming through. I know. Uh, it's been, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of jealous, but it's been a while. Um, thank you for coming. Uh, happy St. Patty's Day, everyone. Uh, even though you don't sell it. I know. I'm, not gonna, I'm gonna go home and, and uh, probably fold laundry. There you and, go. And uh, that's, that's it. it. <laughs> Well, thanks again for coming, thank and thank you. you, everybody, for listening. All right.